Welcome back to Audio Applesauce. On today's episode, we'll learn about fishing. But first, the mystery sound. Stay tuned to find out what it is later in the show. Now it's time for Word Wonder. Today's word is tackle. As a noun, this word means the equipment required for a task or sport. Let's use it in a sentence. Grab your fishing tackle and we'll head to the lake. On to the interview. Our neighbor loves to fish. He's been fishing for most of his life. He's got walleye and northern from Minnesota lakes, six-foot-long sturgeon, and massive sharks while he lived in California. He sent us pictures of some of his catches. If you love fishing or might want to try it out, here's Terry Bozak. What is one important thing you need to go fishing? Well, you need um, a pole. There you go. Okay, that's one thing. Good. What's something else you need, James, besides a pole? We're going to go back and forth because there's like about five things. Um, bait, such as yeah. worms and wax worms or fake bait. Yep. So what do the fish actually, I mean, what do you put the bait on? Um, you put the bait on on your hook. Exactly, a hook. And then after you hook a fish, what do you do to bring it in with your pole? What, what's the other thing, the part that the string connects to? Um, you reel your line in. Exactly. You have a fishing reel. Good. You guys are really pretty smart about this. Okay. So exactly, you need to have a pole, a reel, line, a hook, or a lure. A lure is an artificial bait. Sometimes they make little wood things or rubbery things that either oh, look right, like a worm. Right. I, I have those. Yeah, or they look like a little fish, and then they have hooks on them. And you cast them into the water, and you trick the fish to make them think that they're real bait, and they bite those things, and you catch your fish with a lure. Okay. So you guys saw those pictures that I caught. What was the best thing I've ever caught in my entire life? Do you know uh, what it is? It's one of those pictures. Uh, the picture of that lovely lady I sent. That's my wife, Denise. Oh, Denise. And that's by far the best thing I've ever caught in my entire life. Uh, Better than any fish. Oh, it's so cute and sweet. Okay, so let me tell you some things about fishing. Those hooks, what other, whatever kind of hooks you have, either a single hook or multiple hooks, sometimes there's three hooks together. That's called a treble hook. And sometimes lures have three treble hooks on them. That They're very, very sharp. They're sharp so when they go into the fish's lip, it doesn't hurt the fish so much because it's so sharp. But just like if you've ever pricked yourself with a needle or have ever had a shot, that's what it kind of feels like if it, you get hooked yourself. 
So you have to be extremely careful when you're fishing, A, not to hook yourself, or B, not to hook any of your friends or your family members. Now, I'll give you an actual example. When I was, I think, five or six years old, I was with my family, and we were fishing on a pier, or like a dock, I should say, a dock. And when you go to cast your pole to throw your lure or your bait out into the water, you a lot of times swing it behind your back, and then you throw, like you almost like a throwing motion, you swing the pole forward, and you push the button to let the line go out. And I did not look behind me. And guess what I hooked? I hooked my sister right in the cheek, right in her cheek with the hook. And she screamed and cried. And I felt so bad that I hooked my own sister and I didn't mean to. So you always have to be very careful when you're fishing that you look around you and you know your surroundings. If you drive around the lake, you'll see a lot of times lines, fishing lines and bobbers or lures hanging from trees because the person that was casting the line either was underneath the tree and didn't look behind them and went to cast and hooked the tree or they cast from their boat in near shore too far and they hooked into a tree and broke their line. So a lot of, you gotta always be really careful. So for you guys, if you're down on the dock or you're in a boat, you're going to want to have on a life vest so if you ever fall overboard that you don't drown so you got to be really careful okay now when you go fishing again as james said you got to get bait and there's lots of kinds of bait but the common baits like you said can be worms and that's one of the fun things you can go in your yard and dig and catch get worms and there's regular worms and then there's bigger worms that are called night crawlers and they're just big big worms and then you can use wax worms but another really really common bait is minnows so what is five good things about fishing can uh, you think of five good things um you might have a lot of fun fishing Exactly. That's my favorite one. You get to have a lot of fun fishing. That's one. Okay, what's another good thing about fishing? Uh, you'll probably catch at least one thing every time you go fishing. Usually you do, but it's not always guaranteed. Okay, can you think of another good thing about fishing? What can you do with the fish after you catch them? You can let them go, or if you want to have cook a meal, them. what do you do? What? Cook them. cook them. You can cook them and eat them. That's a good thing about fishing. So if you learn how to fish, they say you'll never go hungry because you can always go out and catch a fish. So that's a good thing. And usually when you're out fishing, what kind of weather is it? uh sunny summer right so you get to be out in the sunshine in this clean air and it's you know really nice to be out in it so that's another good thing about fishing and the other two things that i think is good about fishing is one you get to learn a lot about your fish i mean after a while you learn where they like to stay 
a lot of times they like to stay right in the weeds or near the weeds or depending on the type of fish some fish like to stay in big deep holes in the water so you want to find it get a fish finder and find where the deep holes are um, so you get to learn about fish you get to learn about what they like to eat you get to learn when they like to eat some fish like to eat early early in the morning or some like to eat better at night walleye have really good eyes so in certain places walleye like to fish it or like to eat at night and stuff catfish like to eat at night bass and uh, sunfish like to eat during the day so it just depends so you get to learn about them and another thing that i find fun is i like to get bait now so i use a lot of artificial lures too but i like to go dig for worms or when it's raining out sometimes you'll see me up at the park picking up lots and lots of big worms night crawlers and stuff and I'll throw them into like a bucket and keep them out in, out in the garden and stuff like that. So they're there when I need to go fishing. So that's a fun thing. If you went to a lake, river, or an ocean that you've never been to before, how could you find the best fishing spot? Ah, that's a great question. So in this day of modern technology is so nice because there are things that you can go onto the computer now and there's like one website i use a lot it's called navionics and navionics when you go on to it you can type in a lake and it's going to give you contour lines of what the lake looks like where it's shallow where it's deep so usually before I go to a new lake or I go to the river or if you were in the ocean, you can look at that and study it and then try to estimate where you think the fish are going to be hanging out. And then what you want to do when you're in your boat or wherever or if you're on shore, you got to go to the best places you can get to on shore and you go there and you start fishing there. And if nothing bites, then you may change lures or types of baits first. And if still nothing's biting, then you got to think, hmm, where was the second best place that I think I saw? And usually, again, you like to fish near weeds, you know, right next to weeds. Or if there's a sharp drop off, let's say it's six feet deep. And then all of a sudden there's a ledge underwater that you can't see but it goes down to 12 feet deep. So it goes from six feet and there's like a ledge or a wall underwater like, and then it's 12 feet deep. A lot of times you want to fish right at the base of that wall because the fish like to hang there and then they'll kind of go up and feed and then they settle back down into that slightly deeper water. So if you study the map, then you kind of learn these things. Now, the other thing that, that gets expensive, but I have some of this in my boat now, is they have electronics that actually you put in your boat. And sometimes the, they're called fish finders, but what they have is they have sonar, and they have this little thing, and you can't hear it, but it's sending out little pulses, and it shoots them through the water, and then it hits something, and it bounces back. It echoes back. That's how submarines find out where things are. And believe it or not, the way they learned about sonar is from bats that's how bats find insects when they fly around and how they know where trees are 
our houses are and stuff. So fish finders work on that principle. They send signals down and it hits either the bottom of the lake or the weeds or a fish and it bounces back. And so you use that kind of electronics to help find where the fish are. Thanks for sharing. Oh, you're quite welcome. When we get done with the virus some point, I'll bring over my, some of my tackle boxes and show you my different lures that I use. And then I will also be happy to show you guys how to catch fish from your dock or my dock. We're back with the mystery sound. Here it is again. Do you know what it is? A fish laughing. <laughs> now it's time for family fun. We'll share some DIY ideas, jokes, and ways to spread kindness while you're at home. We found a great DIY project that only requires two ingredients, vinegar and an egg. Put an egg in a glass cup and add vinegar so it covers the egg. Then let it sit for 24 hours. The eggshell will completely disappear. Take out the egg and drop it from a few inches above a table. This squishy egg will bounce but not break. Unless you cut it with a knife, it's still a raw egg. Thanks for listening! And thanks to Terry! Music is by Jazar. Join us next time for another great episode.